We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a beat poet. Name. Name your. Name your price. Ah. A tool, an idea, an inspiration to do more than just say what you want to pay. Oh, no, but to see the options that could fit your budget. Steve. Steve, enough bongos. Find car insurance that fits your budget at Progressive.com. Makes me want to dance. Steve! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Did yeah. Tyler just leave? Oh, there you go. No, sorry. I'll round He's it doing up. what every listener's done. He just turned it off. Yeah, I'll round out my Sebastian rankings. I've got Sebastian <laughs> Salcedo. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by MondoGold.com, your premier destination for daily fantasy soccer. Head over to MondoGold.com and enter code ROTO for a 200% bonus on your first deposit. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, MLS edition. It's uh, Thursday night. We're taping this, hoping to get you guys uh, fully prepared for the weekend matches. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Mondogold.com, your premier destination for daily fantasy soccer. As the intro said, if you use the promo code ROTO, you get a 200% bonus on your first deposit. So I am joined, as always, by J.D. Bazo and Skylar Redpath. We put together a few, or we each put together a Mondo Goal lineup, and we're going to go through those. But uh, before we do that, uh, at least for the players, I'll start with J.D. here. J.D., how did you start your lineup this week? Is there a specific player that you searched for and wanted to build around there, or do you go to a position and say, I want to get you know, three dominant forwards and then move my way back? Or how do you, how do you build this lineup? Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways you can attack the, the Mondo goal slates um, when you're looking at your lineup. One of the first things I always do is um, I kind of think about what goalies I'm going to want this week, and I just scroll to the last page because Mondo goal, uh, their values are a little bit, um, you know, hot and cold, and they fluctuate every week. So I, I try to find what goalie am I really going to want to squeeze in there. And this week we have Evan Bush. Um, is one of the cheapest goalies you can purchase, even among backups. And I love his match um, in Montreal with Philadelphia coming to town. So I kind of decided that my back line was going to be Montreal heavy. I put Bush in. And then I remembered last week that Gio Dos Santos was very cheap. So I excitedly searched for him, and I saw that he was still cheap. And then I plugged Giovinco right in. So that's kind of my spine, <laughs> Giovinco, Dos Santos, and Evan Bush. <laughs> Which one of these does not fit with the other? <laughs> um, yeah, that that's kind of uh, the way I do. I at least look at the goalies first. The Like you said, the you can find some pretty good value on Mondo Goal with, with goalies. Uh, the, the prices don't fluctuate as much as they do on some other sites because – I think they just try to keep it a little more uh, stable from week to week, which is why we we still see Dos Santos so cheap. But um, yeah, Skylar, how do you how do you start yours? I usually start off just at the top, since that's the first page that comes up is is all the higher price players, the Giovinco's, the Kamara, Keens. I'll usually just click through real quick since they're right there, and I know I'm gonna want them in my lineup. Go ahead and uh, click through, see how much bank I've got left, and then that's when I'll usually skip down to the keepers. And like JD said, I'll usually go straight to the last page. And on this week's slate, picked up Joe Bendick, who's actually the minim- minimum price keeper. He's the lowest price keeper on the board, um, starting for TFC against Orlando at home. So, yeah, for me, look, we saw crazy MLSs last night when San Jose went to kansas city and shut them out five nil um it's sometimes it's just a toss-up and for me in a gpp when you're trying to squeeze in as many higher price studs then i'll take a gamble with my goalie so threw bendick in there and then after that that's where i start to build out the rest um dos santos was an obvious play for me this week and then kind of see how much money i'm left with i usually skimp a little bit of my back line just because there's some pretty good options in that five to six million dollar price range, and uh, I'll, just fill it out from there. I'll note that the the weekend slate on Mondo Gold does not include the Friday uh, Houston at Portland, but it does include the Sunday New York City FC at the Galaxy. So 
you know, there are obviously plenty of, of games that we can, uh, that we touch on. And what's a little, uh, disappointing with this week, uh, if you wanted to spend up in the midfield is, uh, Clint Dempsey's still questionable with that hamstring injury. I think it's a hamstring if I remember correctly. Mauro Diaz is also a little banged up and Benny Fellhaber picked up a red card in that, uh, thrashing you discussed, uh, earlier. I, speaking of discussing earlier, Skylar, before um, we started, JD and I were talking about how what, what the chances were of San Jose winning that game last night. Um, and he reminded me that they had had some pretty good results earlier in the season, including a win at Seattle when Wando scored twice like he did uh, Wednesday. But did you have any thought that that game could have been 5 nothing? Like if somebody told you that uh, San Jose, Sporting Kansas City is going to be 5 nothing, but didn't tell you who would, who would win. <laughs> You would never no. ever think it would San Jose would win, right? <laughs> no, not five nothing. I felt like Kansas City's had a little bit of a busy schedule lately, so I could see it being a game just from the standpoint that San Jose really needed it. But again, Kansas City's undefeated this season up until last night. I think they had won something crazy like twelve of their last thirteen at home. So yeah. It was a shock, not just to me, I'm sure to, to everybody. But again, that's is that's MLS. It's just it's a crazy league, and you never know what kind of result you're gonna get. So, I think it, the the other game last night, uh, New York City at uh, Columbus, was another result. Not that anybody thought that Columbus was gonna shut out New York. I don't think that just the way that their defense is, and th- you know, New York has David Villa. Although it was the Poku show yesterday that. And he's also pretty cheap on Mondo goal. Um, that the combination of you know, it's a tougher matchup this week, playing at the Galaxy. But a Poku Dos Santos combo in the midfield could certainly save plenty of money for spreading it around later. Um, oh yeah. Which may be something I'll be even talking about myself. But um, so JD, you said you went with Evan Bush uh, because he was so cheap. That's there, correct. Did you? Did you consider anybody else, or was it one of these? Because, like, as um, as Skyler said, like uh, Bendik is cheaper, uh, Tally Hall is cheaper playing at Toronto. If you want to play that game, Dan Kennedy's cheaper playing against Vancouver. Yeah, there's so, there's some other guys I considered. Um, one of them being Sean Johnson, who had one of yep. the one of the best games for a keeper I've seen maybe in my life in MLS. The beast. Um, yeah. That for all the hype that Kansas City and Vancouver was getting is possibly the best game of the season. Um, Chicago Philadelphia had me glued to the TV the whole time. And Speaking I, of things you th- you never right, think you'd I say. was just gonna say I never <laughs> thought I'd say that. I almost didn't even bother to watch the game, um, but you know the magic of uh, daily fantasy had me glued to the TV to see how my lineups <laughs> finished out. And Sean Johnson was awesome. He's one of those goalies. That, I mean, that's why he keeps himself in the conversation for for the U.S. national team. Because for every clunker and um, kind of gaff he has in goal, he has a game like that, and it was phenomenal. So, yeah, everybody needs to go watch the highlights. At least the last ten minutes of that game. I mean, he stood on his head. I think he had something sick, like six saves in two minutes or something crazy like that. Yeah, and, and they were they were all unbelievable. Not unbelievable, what, but they were all really awesome. Yeah, what, yeah. It, it was. 
it sounds funny. It was the best goalkeeping performance of and ever of somebody who gave up three goals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably true. I think Nick Ramondo might make some arguments against that. Well, some of the, he yeah. stood on his head a couple of times, mm-hmm. more than a couple of times. But uh, so um, Sean Johnson there. But while we're talking great goalkeeping that MLS is just full of, how about Adam Quaresi's uh, save on Luke Mulholland's? Oh upper 90 uh, seeing eye rocket that could have been goal of the year if it went in my my immediate thought when I saw that was if I'm pretty sure if I tried to do that and was physically <laughs> able to get my hand in that area I think it would have just blasted th- my hand off of my arm like, <laughs> that's what I was picturing that's pretty true I must say <laughs> and can you imagine being Mulholland and hitting that shot you know, it comes off your foot and you just, you feel it. You feel that it's a, a miraculous shot as soon as it comes off the boot. And then to see him just dive up there and save it had to crush mm-hmm. his soul. <laughs> but uh, but two other guys, just real quick, that I consider. Donovan Ricketts. I like the fact that New York City FC played midweek. Uh, they're going the whole way across the country. LA's uh, one of the stingiest teams um, historically. So I think Donovan Ricketts is the same price as Sean Johnson. They're both um, $5.5 million. Yep. Um, and Clint Irwin is um, going to Chicago, but I think Colorado's defense has been fairly good, and uh, that's also a possibility. And, Skyler, you, as you said, you went for the minimum-priced Bendick at $3.5 I mean, that's, that's absurdly cheap. His defense is also absurdly uh, bad. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, is it, where's, was there any, like, do you have money left over where you could? <laughs> I actually don't. It was I was bottom of the barrel on the back line. So um, I've got Sean Johnson ranked number one in my rankings this week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm probably going to end up tweaking my lineup before everything's said and done. So who knows? I may try to slide a guy that I might feel a little bit more comfortable with, like Sean Johnson or even Evan Bush. I think the Impact are in for a good game this weekend, and I like that Bush play a lot. So, yeah, just when I was making my lineup, that is how it kind of played out. I usually always try to play the cheapest keeper, especially if he's at home, and that's how I'm going to probably roll this week too. So we'll see. Okay. And – uh, JD, I'll go to you now. Do you uh, adhere to the idea that you have to have a defender with your goalie? Or do you, do you usually have multiple? Well, for Mondo goal, I think given the nature of their MLS contests, you don't have to stack your defense to really win. Um, I think you're probably best off just going with whatever defenders you like best. And, um, you know, you don't have to beat like a thousand different people. So I think you just you just pick who you like. You don't have to worry about it being on the same team. That said, I did stack my Montreal defenders (laughs) this week. It just worked out that way. And, you know, if I'm if I'm really going to blow you and Skylar out of the water with my lineup, (laughs) then uh, when I hit on the Montreal shutout, it's going to be magical. So so um, without further ado, I I had a lot of money for my back line, actually, and I took um, Oyongo, you know, one of the better attacking fullbacks. I mm-hmm. think Montreal in general is just going to be really pumped up. They sold out the stadium. It's Drogba's debut. You don't want to play bad when Drogba is debuting in your team. As a teammate, you're putting your best foot forward 
for a legend like that to come over. So, you know, Oyongo, I think, is going to be pushing up, trying to get a ball onto Drogba's head in the middle of the box. And then Simon has been one of the best defenders this year. He's very active. He likes to touch the ball a lot. The only concern is he's going to get a stupid card. But, um, <laughs> you know, he could also get a, a big goal off of a set piece. So yeah. uh, I like him as well. They're both fairly expensive for defenders. But like I said, uh, we'll see some value plays later on that you can squeeze them in for. Oh, I like that. Um, my last player is Matt Polster at 5.1. Um, I think he's going to be in there a lot. We talked Sean Johnson is a good pick in goal. So I kind of like uh, Polster because he might play in the midfield. He might play center back. Uh, regardless, he's going to touch the ball a lot against a Colorado team that hasn't been great at keeping possession mm-hmm. or scoring for that matter. Right. I was hesitant on Polster just because he he was rested last game so i've been on him all season he's on my season-long mls fantasy team but that made me a little hesitant i don't know you shine away at all just since he missed out last game i think he's played almost every other game this year uh so i'll have to look into it a little bit more yeah uh, maybe it's been a one game rest yeah maybe our listeners should look into it as well but that did Polster play the U.S. Open Cup last week, though? That was a short turnaround from Wednesday to, well, Wednesday to Sunday, I guess. But Sunday, yeah. it was yeah, probably, probably one of those just... one of those three games in eight days scenarios. So maybe it was appropriate for him to take a seat. And yeah. while we're on this game, good riddance to Sean Maloney. <laughs> Biggest Off... disappointment of the season, maybe besides Kaká. What? Kaká has <laughs> not been a disappointment. That is absurd but he's been a fantasy disappointment i'd say yeah but he's the only reason orlando city looks competitive sometimes he's been mm-hmm. a great real life asset but anyway I was gonna say, he's a much more better he's a much better real life asset than maloney ever right yeah, yeah if he was centering the attack for some of these other more talented um groups in the league i think he'd be putting up a lot of assist numbers but oh, for sure but, um, yeah, Maloney's been the most disappointing designated player since every other Irish designated player. <laughs> Without being named Robbie Keane. Right. That's true. So, Skyler, do you, are you stacking this week, at least your defender and goalie? Not my defender and goalie. I've got uh, a couple of midfield forward stacks. Um, my back line, I've got Sean Francis is kind of just for the price. He was... All I could fit in. So I've got, I've actually got the brothers Francis, Wayland oh. Francis in the middle, and then uh, Kendall Wasson fills out my back line. So those are all super cheap. Um, Kendall Wasson's six point one million, wow. and he's had some pretty nice Mondo goal performances as of late. And then I think Wayland Francis at five point three million is a good pickup. Sean Francis, I'm not as uh, comfortable with at this point. So, like I said, I may end up shifting some things around. He's probably the one that will be on his way out, but he kind of just landed in my – he was the last player in. So, Yeah, you know you know what frustrates me about Kendall Waston? That every single game he played last season would have been his best game this season, I think. Yeah, he, it's Pamudaka this season is, is what yeah. he was doing last season. Which is unbelievable if you ever watched him play before this year. He is just 
uh, he's a, used to be atrocious, but apparently now uh, not too bad. But I like yeah. I like Waston and Waylon Francis is a great call. Um, especially Kansas City doesn't have Benny Failhaber, so who knows if they'll be able to hold things together. I tend to think they will, but mm-hmm. I have I have another cheap defender for you in case you want to switch it up there, Skyler. How about Maynard Figueroa for Colorado? Debuted last week, coming over from Wigan. Yeah. And uh, a, a solid attacking fullback. He put up a decent chunk of points, and he gets to play Chicago, who really... Uh, I don't see them as a as a big offensive threat. So five point four, not not too bad. Yeah, I just pulled it up. He's a little bit too steep for my lineup. He wouldn't fit in. <laughs> well, you That's got, how tight it is, man. Well, Kendall Waston could easily be downgraded. Then, but you might be able to afford someone better than Sean Francis. Yeah, he could. I, I'm feeling uh, Waston this weekend, though. I feel like he might have a Pamudaka type performance. He I had a uh, Francis stack. Yes, he had uh, had nine last outing, and then I think 13, two games before that. So he's actually been flying under the radar, at least Mondo goal-wise. Yeah. I uh, feel better about my back four now because I have three of the four that you guys have mentioned. I went with Sean Johnson in goal, and I um, paired him with Jovan Jones, which at 7.4 I feel like I grossly overpaid now that I'm hearing all of these other options joven jones is really good though yeah yeah that's, i've had him in a couple of my lineups before i finalized mine so yeah so that that makes me feel a little better and then i went with uh, simon and francis the i'm not sure how i can possibly trust a columbus defender even if it's francis like the they just uh don't seem very interested in in stopping people from scoring goals and the, and the problem is that they've been so focused on trying to, to stop leaking these goals in the back that Francis really hasn't been unleashed offensively right. as much as he used to be. And I can't remember the last time he made a huge offensive contribution. Yeah, I think they said, uh, does he still lead the league in win assist from defenders? If he doesn't lead it, he's like up there. And I was thinking to myself, I can't remember the last time he had one. <laughs> Yeah, I see. He actually has five, so that's yeah, that's pretty good. But I think they all came before June first or something like that. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but it, it feels like it's been forever. So, uh, and that, is creeping up on him. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of guys who play for teams that don't play any defense, <laughs> um, we've talked about Giovanni Dos Santos quite a bit. We all have him in our midfield. Who else, uh, JD? Who else do you have there? All right, so I got my two top midfielders this week on this slate, I believe, which is Javier Morales and Ignacio Piotti. Mm-hmm. I think we already talked Montreal. They're going to be all excited with Drogba. And Piotti is just a, a class player to begin with. He is awesome. Um, he's been putting up a ton of points everywhere he goes. I think our trivia question the other week was who averages uh, 10 points or more Double on Mondo Gold. He was what Piotti's one? Of, well, one of like six or seven, perhaps. Yeah. And ironically, I think he hasn't even combined for ten since that podcast <laughs> in the last the last two games. But uh, but he's going to do very well against Philadelphia, who who aren't really that good at stopping the other team. They gave up three goals to Chicago last week, um, so I like him a lot. And Javier Morales is just like a a souped up Piotti. He's so good. Um, I like the matchup against Seattle. 
I think maybe they're getting it together offensively, but uh, the midfield just seems like it can be a little bit weak. They had a midweek match, RSL's at home. They suffered a, a terrible defeat last week at the hands of their uh, fan favorite, Nat Borchers, which mm-hmm. had to just be crushing for all parties involved. Beard other, the beard. Than, other than the <laughs> Timbers not named Nat Borchers, I'm sure they loved it, but... This is a crucial match for the playoffs, by the way. Uh, RSL really needs to get it together. Um, Seattle, Portland, and Houston, those those four teams play each other this weekend. So um, a lot is riding on that. And if you ever want somebody to step up and lead your team to a victory, it's Javier Morales. And then I rounded it out. This switched up about a billion times. But I went with Graham Zussi. Somebody's going to need to create without Benny Failhaber in there. Zussi got a little couple minutes this week coming back from injury um, last night. And I I think that we Columbus isn't that great defensively, as we've mentioned. And um, I just think Kansas City's going to have a good match once more. So Zussi at $7.3 million I think is a great value. Yeah, I like that. I like oh, that. way on, yours, on your lineup, Skyler? He didn't. It was I squeezed in Patrick Nyarko over him. That was kind of my value play in the midfield. Um, Nyarko had a goal and an assist last game. He looked really good. He's listed as a midfielder on Mondo goal, so that kind of allows you to fit him in. He's been playing more of an attacking role for Chicago, so um, like that play. I like. I think I've got all three of uh, well. Let's see, I've got Javier Morales. I've got Piatti as well. And then who was your other guy, J.D., besides? It was Dos Santos, but we had already discussed him. Okay. So yeah, now, I've actually got uh, that. I've got a Saturday-only lineup, and then I've got a uh, lineup that includes the Sunday game. So the Saturday-only, I've got Javier Morales, uh, Ignacio Piatti, Pedro Morales, and Patrick Narco. Um, Pedro Morales is back. He has been looking sharp. So it was, you know what? It was a free kick again, though. Like, let's see him do something from open play. True, true. He's been a little bit. The Kakao argument. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> for me, it's it's uh, a little bit difficult because he's still not starting. So I'm thinking he's going to start this game just because of how big of a game it is and. He's a stud, man. I, I love Pedro Morales. So he's in there for now on my Saturday-only lineup. And then on my Sunday, game included, the weekend long slate on Mondogo, I've got Javier Morales. This is my L.A. stack, by the way. Javier Morales, Sebastian Letjet, and Gio Dos Santos. And then Narco's still in there. So um, I don't know, J.D., you might have me on Zussi, though. He's – I've – just trying to think about uh, with Failhaber out how that's going to affect the game. I think Zussi could be in line for a big game. He was captain fantasy like two years ago. Yeah, I mean, he can always step up at any game. And I I did think before his injury he was looking much more dangerous. But that, that could be a function of uh, Kansas City just being amazing in general. But uh, yeah. I don't think we can really fit Dom Dwyer or Christian Namath into our forward plans given some of the other firepower. So if, if I want some some piece of Kansas City's offense, it's it kind of has to be Zussi. 
Yeah, and you said he was 7.3? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Okay, so Nyarko's 7.9. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to swap out Nyarko for Zussi, and then that'll allow me to get rid of Sean Francis on my back line. Good call. I'm, I'm so glad I just helped you uh, com- <laughs> compete compete with me now this week. Right. Yeah, man. Goes the Francis Look out. Deck. How about, uh, well, I guess Andrew's probably going to get to him, but me and Skylar overlooked a pretty huge value in our midfield. Um, I probably skipped it to be honest, but <laughs> I don't think I went you... with Morales also, um, and I I wasn't sure where I wanted to spend up. I, I had one spot to spend up. I originally had it with Piotti, and I decided to move that money over to the forward. So I actually have Morales and then three four three midfielders who are under six million. I had Dos Santos at five eight. I did uh, Poku at four eight, and I not that I think New York City is going to put up a big score. There at LA, is. but there's enough of a you get enough in some other stats on Mondo goal that you can still get a few points from Poku at four eight, and then I went with Eric Freiberg at four nine. Um, he's got an assist in back to back games, and I think um, I think they can possibly do a little bit at, at RSL. Yeah, Freiberg is he's the type of guy that needs other talented players around him. Yeah, but he's, when he can give service to some some quality players, uh, that's a good play. He's yeah, with, he's very with Martin's back. That made me feel a little more comfortable about it. Yeah, Freiburg looks looks really intelligent on the ball so far, and uh, I think he's gonna gonna be a big piece for Seattle moving forward. And yeah, Poku, he's taking set pieces too. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, Pop is coming back, so who knows? Once is he definitely back this week? Well, he's eligible. Right. I don't, think he's been, I don't think he's been allowed to train with them. Right. Just moving forward, we have Papa and Dempsey, both who are set-piece hogs. Yeah. So right. I don't know. And Papa is kind of smaller than Freiburg, I believe. I mean, Papa just never would be getting into the mix on a free kick, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like, in the box. So uh, who nah, knows how that Papa's in, he's out. Yeah, if Papa's in, he's standing over the free kicks, corner right. kicks. Well, I'll hopefully have uh freiburg over them this weekend and <laughs> yeah from there the the thing about poku it, that's who i was talking about great value but i mean he's playing a tough team and you're banking on jason christ being smart enough to start him on four days rest and it, it's more that i'm hoping that lampard stays hurt well that's true but it's crazy how much better this team is without lampard because the poku gets in the lineup and tommy mack <laughs> right. Poku's I think if boss. there's anybody if there's anybody on that team that can play four days later, it's Poku. Like physically. Yeah, especially since he's been rested all season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Jason Christ has been in the discussion for next US national team coach, which mm-hmm. is ludicrous. The guy is not a great I don't know. I just don't find him as being that great of a coach. I know he did good things at RSL, but I mean, come on. And I know they're probably strong-arming him into getting these... I think, I was about to say, I think that may be some of the some of the issue. Yeah, but still, I mean, Poku's been sitting on his bench all year. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And Kyrie Shelton probably could have been developing all season on the field rather than on the bench, but that's another story. Yeah. Yeah, well... There's a, I don't think we'll have a podcast about that, but yeah. we might. <laughs> There's a ton of good midfield options this week. I like how how varied all of ours were. Yeah, yeah. Um, that another I, one more midfielder before we move on. Yeah, please. Rolando Escobar. Mauro Diaz could be out this week. 
Escobar, yeah. very talented, just 5.4 million. Um, the matchup against Vancouver isn't great, but I FC Dallas is going to find a way to attack. So uh, I like Escobar a lot. Yeah, the, of the uh, we mentioned earlier, but of the seven highest priced midfielders this week, four of them are either questionable or out. It's Dempsey, Dempsey Diaz are questionable, and I would say Papa's probably out. So Papa's doubtful, and Phil Haber's out. So if you wanted to spend all of your money in the midfield, you basically can't do it. <laughs> you need to to spend elsewhere. So that brings us to our forwards. Um. Where'd you guys go? Skyler, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, so the Saturday-only slate, I said I had a couple of stacks. The Saturday slate's my impact stack. Uh, I've got Giovinco, of course, Kai Kamara, the Golden Boot leaders, going to be battling out back and forth until the end of the season, so they're always good for a goal or two or three. And then I've got the newcomer, Didier Drogba, making his... His uh, impact debut, I, it's it's destiny, man. It's gonna be he's gonna score a goal. I didn't even. I was wondering. I I had the question lined up of how long it would take you guys to put Drogba in your lineup, and the answer is literally zero minutes There's before he plays. So <laughs> much hype around this game. Like he's been in the stadium the past couple of games and signing autographs. Everybody's looking at this game. All eyes are gonna be on this game. He's going to score a goal. So at $6.7 million on Mondo goal, come on. He's <laughs> – I love it. Um, on the uh, weekend long slate, I had enough money for Robbie Keane there instead of Drogba. So, so got, who were the three? It was yeah, I've got Jivinko, Kai Kamara, and Robbie Keane gotcha. up top. Gotcha. It's pretty deadly. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Drogba, just the the one thing that scares me about him is him playing only 45 minutes. You know, the the match fitness has been kind of a question. Uh, he's been just being held out for a while. So I'm curious to see how they use him. Um, I think I'll get 60. I was going to say, I think 60 is a reasonable assumption. But I don't really see him getting much more than 60. That's uh, So I don't know. I think there's much more of a chance of him going 45 than there is 90. But, yeah. Um, Everybody he thought, can't score uh, in 45? No, he definitely can. <laughs> and it's a good value. But I'm trying to you get... You get points for minutes. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm trying to get forwards that are going to score more than one goal. Not just mm-hmm. Drogba's one magical destiny goal. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to, to win this thing, Skyler. Not, not coming second. All right, who you got? All right, well, I got Jovinko, obviously. Next, I have Obafemi Martins. He looked like an absolute stud last week, like he usually does when he's healthy and fit. Um, I just don't see him being stopped if he's playing 70-plus minutes again this season. He's so good, and he looked so hungry to get back on the field. Um, so I RSL's at home. Um, they really need this one, so maybe maybe that would cause people to shy away from Oba. But it, after Javinko, he truly is one of the best players in the league, hands down. He's probably top three. Wow. Yeah, he's up there. I rate him higher than Dempsey, so I guess Robbie Keane would perhaps be be ahead of him, but I don't know. So, so Javinko, Martins, and who's the third one? 
Probably Keen. I mean, I have to think about this a little bit more, but just off the cuff, those are my top three. So who are the, who's the third forward on your team here? Oh, on my team here, it is Giassi Zardes. Oh. A little pivot off of Keen. Yeah. Last time I did this, it worked out really well. I think Zardes had two goals. I'm really glad you brought him up. But what, what is his price? It's six point two million. I was going to say it's in that Drogba range. I mean, how can we pass Zardis up this week against NYCFC? Um, you know, maybe all these young defenders go in, and think, "Oh, we have to play solid defense. We're going to key on on Robbie Keane. We're not going to let him score." And then you just open up all these other great options: Dos Santos, Zardis, um, even Gerard. So legend. Yeah, so I think Giassi Zardes could could be one of those kind of differential plays that once again wins people tournaments this weekend. I like him a lot, and instead of Keane going the whole way down to six point two million, that allowed me to pay up in the back for Oyongo, Simon, and it allowed me to grab Femi Martins too. You, this was all fan. This is like you guys knew my lineup before we start. We did this because. So I my three are Javinko, Keen, and Martins, and my original lineup was I was I essentially had or not essentially I had Piatti and Drogba, and decided to get rid of the impact stack and and go with Martins and Freiburg, and I couldn't for the life of me decide which side I liked better, and I fully planned on asking both of you, and of course you're essentially split on this decision since <laughs> <laughs> you have it that way but martin's at 13 so the way that i built this lineup um with i because i always try to do the three like i try to get three f- top notch forwards and uh in some other daily sites it's tough to do to do that and get an upper level midfielder but you can occasionally do it on Mondo goal. And that I did it this week because I have like Morales, Keen, Javinko and Martins are four of the top five, most expensive players in Mondo goal with Dempsey, the only other one that's out there. So with Martin's price, I can still get, um, Kai Kamara or a, David V is available, but I probably wouldn't take him anyway. I can get Piotti or Dwyer, um, and I was going to throw to you guys. What, would you downgrade Martins to somebody like Kai Kamara? No. Well, he's in my lineup, so yes for me. <laughs> Kansas City's defense is still very good, so I don't, I don't think I'd be doing that at all. Yeah, my my fear is that that's how they come out. That they come out very strong defensively after getting thrashed at home by Wando and his friends <laughs> yeah, but now they're friends. now they're already on a plane to columbus and columbus is hungry for a win too so kai's golden boot front runner right now he's on fire he's scoring goals yes. all over the place he's pretty much neck and neck with giovinko and knowing kai's personality like he's the type of guy that loves thrives on stuff like this so i don't see him slowing down i think he's going to keep scoring goals might be a multi-entry situation here. <laughs> I mean, that's what Skyler does. When in doubt, just <laughs> times two and don't even have to decide. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Kai Kamara, don't you think he's a risk to not play 90? 
He just played on because Wednesday, week, yeah. so no matter what, I think he's probably more likely to play 60, 70 minutes than go 180 over the course of four days. That game was delayed, too. Like, they had to stay up. and. Yeah, Obafemi Martins rested during his match last night against, uh, what, uh, Olympia? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Some form of the word Olympia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... Obafemi Martins just looks so good, and I, I want to ask you guys, I don't know if you caught his, his one goal where it looked like he tried to chip the keeper and messed it up, but then he just ended up vaulting over top of the keeper and finishing it with a little mixed disc rude karate kick. Uh, so I was wondering if you guys thought that that was intended or not, the little chip over the keeper. I think chip, he just messed to it the up. Kick, to the karate kick. I yeah. actually thought he meant to do it, but maybe I was giving him too much credit. I just <laughs> it, was it really, up yeah. off my seat like, oh, he's back. <laughs> That's so sick. Oba's back. But... I know. It was awesome. And you're saying go with Kai Kamara against one of the league's best <laughs> defenses rather than Oba. I mean. Hey, Oba they just fair. gave up five goals, man. That's fine. They're tired. Yeah. I'm going to take the entire season's sample size over one fluke match. <laughs> All right. And you can go um, with your drug of destiny lineup. <laughs> Are there any guys uh, that we didn't talk about that you guys thought would come up in a lineup? Yeah. Like there, Kaka obviously failed to make either of them, any of them. Fabian Castillo was a guy that was uh, almost in my lineup multiple times. The the yeah. fact that he's only eight point six million is absurd. He's one of the best forwards in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard for me too to completely shy away from Toronto FC's forward options. You've got Josie Altador, which I'm thinking may even be shifted to a bench role this weekend in favor of uh, Herc Herc Hercules Gomez, and he's mm-hmm. also three point five. So I think Gomez. I mean, anybody that's watched the league or even the U.S. men's national team, of course, Gomez is a goal scorer. So he's going to score some goals before it's all said and done at the end of the season. And he could even shift Josie to a permanent bench role, make, maybe like a super sub role. Uh, that would be insanely interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, you could be right. Josie deserves a bench role. But man, would the fan backlash be extreme after they shelled out all that money for him. I, yeah. DP spot. Yeah, I love Herc as much as the next guy. Uh, he's a great character, but I think he's a little bit older than the last time we really saw him in, in true action. And I think they just want him to be a piece. But for $3.5 million, uh, great value. I don't know if, kind of like Poku, I don't know if we need to, to take it. Yeah, I think it's the one first of, game on Saturday. You'll know the lineup before you set, you know, your Mondo goal lineup. That's true. Time. That's a bonus. Yeah, and I think one of those guys are going to score. It's against Orlando City. I think Toronto is going to get the job done at home. I just Josie or, or Herc, whoever gets the nod, and maybe they both get the nod. Um, but for me, that was one of the struggles I had was was shying away from that kind of value because I do think one of those guys will score. And then that frees up so much cash to spend elsewhere. But it's like you were saying earlier, the midfield, you really don't need a ton of bank to uh, to put a good midfield together. So that's why I ended up with the, the Giovinco, Keen, and, and Kamara lineup. 
Did you guys look at the name Federico Iguain and think that he might make a lineup? Not really. No, not because he's a forward yeah, in Mondo. Yeah, he's listed as a forward. Case. Yeah, that's that's what held me back, which is that he's listed as a forward. So too many better options. But maybe if you want to play a differential, if you are playing uh, GPP and you want to roll with him over Kai, you know he still takes penalty kicks for Columbus, so he's not a bad option. Finley is a forward as well. Like the only way you can get a part of that Columbus attack in the midfield is with Miram. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, not guessing. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, in this game? Skyler's been talking about here Toronto and Orlando City. Two guys that I considered uh, at different points in lineup construction. Michael Bradley, nine point two million. He's he's fully healthy again, back in the mix, and he's looking really good. So. Mm-hmm. So I think Bradley's a guy you could kind of consider if you're just under that top tier of midfielders, you can't afford a, a Piotti type of player. Uh, I think Bradley's a good good call. And then Kyle Laren on the other side. Uh, Toronto's defense isn't good. I say this every week. And Laren, has, uh, he's been putting up the goals. So I, I think I'm just looking at this game saying Orlando is probably going to score. And then I'm saying who's going to do it. Well... Laren's probably about a 50% bet to do the scoring if it happens. Mm-hmm. And he's cheap. He's only 7.3. And Kaká's the other 50%. I was going to say f- maybe 45%. <laughs> yep, on a, pe- own, on a penalty. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. I'll give him credit for a free kick right outside the box. Um, one guy we didn't talk about was uh, Alvaro Saborio. And you would... You would think that D.C. at home against San Jose coming off a midweek game is a good matchup, no? San Jose's defense is pretty good, though. I agree with you. But cross-country trip after a midweek match? Well, they were only— Probably not a cross-country trip. They're probably just continuing, but— From Kansas City, where—isn't that where all the bed bugs are? That's that's exactly where they are. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, just saying. I mean, Skyler will talk about that on his Women's World Cup podcast, right. fantasy <laughs> podcast, NWSL. That's right. <laughs> um, I like so, Saverio. Yeah, that's, yeah. I was gonna say we. It's just so hard to to put him ahead of these great forwards we're talking about. Like, he, yeah, he's a good play, but uh, I don't know. There's just there's a couple great plays that I I really am having a hard time passing up. That said, him versus Zardis head-to-head, I mean, you could make an argument for Sabario, and I supported Zardis, so. Yeah. Yeah, I like like Sabario. I've actually got him ranked ahead of uh, Drogba and Ethan Finley. Some other big names, the forwards. There's some good forwards on the board this week. I had a hard time um, trying to decide where to fit each of the guys in on my rankings, so. Mm-hmm. Even right down at the bottom, number 15 for me was Kennedy Iguananike, who just had a monster game last time he played. Sure did. And he is number 15 in my rankings, and he's playing at home against Colorado, which, yeah, Colorado's been pretty good, but... They're still Colorado, and yeah, it's, it's not... the Rapids. It's not the 4th of July, right? <laughs> <laughs> not the anything of July. <laughs> Uh, the one thing about Sabrio, real quick, is I mentioned Fabian Castillo, who's only 0.5 more, and that's a, a huge talent gap that I'm not sure I'd be able to to not pay up a little bit more for Castillo. That makes sense. How about Christian Maidana? 
10.4 million, very expensive. But he was the best player in the league last week, I think. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was awesome, and he he really has an argument to make one an all-star game one of these years if he's a little bit more consistent. We don't see the, the magic every week, but, I mean, he can really thread the needle with his passing. It's, it's unbelievable, and the free kicks are top-notch as well. Yeah, he could make this Philly at Montreal game a lot of fun, especially with Arisigueta back. They look pretty sharp. I mean, it's Philadelphia, yeah, but it was uh, it was a fun game to watch. As crazy as we, like we said earlier, it just it seems crazy to say that Philly was fun to watch, but it was awesome, and I I finally felt like Arista Gieta was finally paying off after I've been hyping him all year. He was so good. He was manhandling center backs. Yeah, he's a beast up there, and he's it was some ginger. Yeah, some ginger on ginger action with him versus <laughs> Lorenowitz and uh, Aristegate won hands down. Yeah, he bossed it up there. And oh, that was and the... that was the Fox game, and Alexi Lawless wasn't commentating, but he would have went nuts over that ginger on ginger action. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to end this week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about our Sebastian rankings? We did not. Um, All right. We don't. We have can to. go right into that right now, actually. <laughs> That's a good thing. So for our listeners, we have a little spreadsheet that we do every week for our rankings. And uh, someone decided to do a Sebastian, a top 10 Sebastian rankings, and then clearly got a little aggressive with the 10. But uh, guys, Sebastian Javinko on the top of the list, obviously. Uh, GD... Do you want to run down your list of other top Sebastians? Yeah, I mean, we can kind of skim it here, I think. Um, the, the whole, this is important. The premise was <laughs> that Skyler always jokingly ranks a forward I hate number one. And it just so happened to be a Latou this week. So, you know, I, I kind of just made a separate rankings to show where Sebastian Latou ranked on my, <laughs> my list of Sebastians. So we have Jovinko. Next, we have the other football, Sebastian Janikowski legendary just big fat football kicker living the life <laughs> yeah <Totally. laughs> <laughs> and then we have seb larson uh sebastian leggett sebastian the crab from little mermaid i would rate higher <laughs> higher than sebastian latou sebastian uh Prottle, sebastian jaime sebastian velazquez who i absolutely hate from nycfc is mm. number eight Next, I have uh, I had yet to be born Sebastian of some sort, but Andrew says he has a cousin named Sebastian, and uh, I'm gonna place him there at number nine. <laughs> and then finally, number ten, I ha- I'll put in Sebastian Latou. Bottom of the list. Wow, wow, putting a guy that's had three goals in his last four games at the very bottom. I mean, that's uh. Behind a crab, no less. He also yeah, got a crab. And he, he also came missed, off the bench last game. Yeah, and he missed two point blank shots against Sean Johnson. That he did. Well, that's just Sean Johnson intimidation. It's Sebastian Latou sucks. <laughs> uh, so my uh, my Sebastian rankings. I've got Giovinco. I've got Latou, the the guy that scored three goals in his last four games. <laughs> Had him in some lineups last weekend, so I got to show him some love there once again. Uh, I've got Ledjet, Sebastian Jaime, 
uh, Velasquez. For any hoops fans out there, I've got Sebastian Telfair coming in at number six, the old uh, Louisville point guard. Fun fact, uh, no, not Louisville. I don't think he went to college. Oh, yeah, that's right. He can't, I think he was. I was going to say, fun yeah. fact, he went to the same high school as my mom and Stefan Marbury. They hang, out at, they hang out at reunions. Lincoln High School in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right. Straight to the league. That's right. Um, and then I've got Giovinco again and another Giovinco because I ran out of Sebastian's. You know what? That that one is Giovinco with the one heel. We've had to deal with that this oh, year. Right. And then also the other one is Giovinco on rain delay, who actually <laughs> – The rain delay Giovinco strong, is number one. Strong case for number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be looking for the weather report up in Toronto this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is just, this is broken down into just riveting. It, does yeah. Tyler just leave? Oh, there. You I think. <laughs> no, sorry. I'll round. He's out. doing what every listener's done. He just turned it off. Yeah, I'll round out my Sebastian rankings. I've got Sebastian <laughs> Salcedo, the the youngster from RSL, uh, and then I've got Sebastian Hines, who's. Apparently a center back for Orlando City that I always oh, yeah. see down at the bottom of the barrel uh, price-wise on Mondo Goal and other fantasy sites. He's just kind of one of those names, Seb Hines. So Seb, yeah. Yep. Well, now that St. Ledger is uh, is out of the way there, did you see why him and Martin Paterson uh, got booted off the team? No, I never saw. I saw something about he trained in the offseason with somebody but i wasn't sure if that was the real reason no it was because they they were playing the match in new york against nycfc and they both just stayed in new york they missed the plane and stayed in new york for several days i can only imagine what they were doing but they just (laughs) didn't they just didn't go back with the team to orlando having some fun I guess they figured they never really got to play. So I mean, Saint Ledger <laughs> did. So I, very confusing situation. But New York City is a very fun place, guys. Yeah, I think as simple as that. I think Saint Ledger everywhere. Saint Ledger was trying to pull a Legarrette Blunt and just get kicked off the team to go to a better one. Mm. But but then Colorado was the only team that made him an mm, offer. Whoops. So that didn't work out so well. This is what you get when you listen to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, everybody. This you have is... to listen till the very end for Sebastian rankings. Right. You will not find Sebastian rankings anywhere else. <laughs> that is very true. Podcast or even a list on the internet. I'm sure there's a slideshow somewhere, actually. <laughs> yeah, and if we Guys, missed a Sebastian, then, then tweet at us and let us know yeah, who you please, left out. Yeah, please let us know, though, <laughs> because we might as well keep this going every week as long as we keep finding different Sebastians that we can add. So... Guys, thank you for that riveting stuff. Thank you for the lineup help on Mondo Goal. Mondo Goal, thank you for the sponsorship. And guys, best of luck this weekend. Good luck, everybody. Good luck, guys. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life if I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? 
Of course it's dangerous. Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.